Hello, it's Peter Wright and Kathleen Beauvais in Ontario, Canada, with another episode of The Yacking Show. This is the show that provides you with a greater range of tips and ideas, actionable tips and ideas, than you'll find practically anywhere else on the internet, all brought to you to help you in business and in life. And a quick reminder, so that you don't miss another one of our interesting episodes, sign up, go to our website, theyackyshow.com, and sign up for our newsletter. It's my first job is to introduce co-host Kathleen Beauvais from Waterloo, Ontario. Hi, Kathleen. How are you today? I'm doing great, Peter. Thank you so much. And thank you all so very much for tuning in to our show. We so appreciate you and we love reading your comments. So please keep those coming. And if anyone is interested in being a guest on our show, you're welcome to visit us at theyackingshow.com. Click on the contacts tab and simply uh, complete a very short application form. We would love to hear from you. And as Peter mentioned, we do have another special guest with us today. His name is Chris Schwager. Hello, Chris. How are you? And welcome to the show. I'm well, and thank you for having me. You are the co-founder and head of marketing at Ridge Films. It's a video marketing and production company in Sydney, Australia. So uh, you are quite a few hours ahead of us here in Canada. And for our audience, Chris, can you please give us a little bit about your background and what led you into the world of video marketing? Well, I have a long history in video. I spent most of my life dabbling with video. I am the youngest of eight children. So my attention for, uh, for to get noticed, it was started at a very young age. And by the time I reached my final years in school, I decided I wasn't much of an academic and video was a creative space where I could extend my myself. I didn't need any uh, credentials to be call yourself a videographer or a video director. And so I went on that journey and self-taught for several years, um, uh, directing shorts and and feature films and whatnot, until the point where I realized that uh, the world of creative video uh, may have an audience that may pay at some point. The world of professional video marketing and video production is guaranteed to pay. And so my favor swayed towards uh, committing to the world of video and and helping businesses all over the world to produce content that uh, enhances their their marketing, their sales and their comms. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Excellent. So before we get into the business side of what you do, just an aside, um, I'm a little anti-broadcast or or satellite TV, so I subscribe to a little service called Acorn TV, which is primarily Australian and English because of my background and English stuff. And we've had some really good Australian episodes and movies come through on Acorn. So, and yet you don't hear much about Australian filmmaking in the general world. Uh, is is it quite a big industry in Australia now? I'd say no. I mean, okay. look, my, I, I'm talking fairly inexperienced here because I have no uh, ties with the film industry mm-hmm. at all. Um, I, I severed that pretty much after finishing assistant uh, directing a film called um, Cabriel back in 2005, and, and it was released to Sony Pictures when a, a theatrical release worldwide in 2007, and that was the turning point for me to commit to a life of... Um, 
being able to support uh, my life, my my family, and and having certainty, having some consistency, and uh, you know, like all the freelancers and whatnot that we hire over the years, you know, they they can be here, there, and everywhere at times, and they go where the money is, and and I wanted something a bit more stable than that, um, and uh, hence, you know, in two thousand two, we started Ridge Films <clears throat> as a way to <clears throat> commit to. To, to something that was actually going to support and, and educate and nurture uh, the broader business community. We know in Australia, the, uh, you know, the 1.9 million small businesses and they all suffer from very similar challenges and that is mm-hmm. to try and understand this world of digital, you know, web, uh, social, video, all of these things are conundrums. They're, they're, they're barriers that stop people from from uh, doing what they need to do that takes them away from uh, what they've got to do in business. And, and uh, the, the big undoing here is education. It's, it's the thing that it's the missing link, you know, and when we started Richfields, we knew that we were going to be very heavily involved in the education. And when the, the sort of uh, introduction to things like YouTube came out and DSLR cameras and technology made life easier for people to to produce content. We knew that that had to come with an element of accountability and people needed to know that uh, it's not all just about producing content, it's about uh, how you get it to market, what you're trying to do, what the goal is and what the return on investment is for, for video. So that was the element of certainty that, that uh, the world of professional professional video uh, brought to us as opposed yeah. to world of you know creative feature films uh, right TV oh, I'm with you I'm with you I'm with yeah. you uh, interesting okay so you you make a statement that you think video is the most effective form of uh, marketing available so Chris tell our audience a little bit more about why you say that well I've been able to simplify in our workshops the reason for video in the first place, and that is to articulate, communicate faster and clearer than a human. Any video that doesn't do that, I'd, I'd argue that it is uh, not as uh, effective as it could be, and there's a lot of people exploring the world of video and putting content out there without fully understanding what they're doing, and they, they come up with a lot of barriers, um, funnily enough, and, and I need to explore this before I give you the reason why things do work for many, many people around video. But uh, there are 120 different tasks that make up the world of video, uh, arguably the biggest uh, learning undertaking for so many people and it is so underestimated so our clientele come to us you know because they bought a ring light and a dslr camera uh, thinking that it's going to improve the quality of their videos only to understand that (laughs) several hours later of trying to connect things and (laughs) wonder why the the light's changing and the sound's not coming through and after they've done all of that then they've got to realize hang on a sec i've got to produce a video here i've got to actually say something and present it how do i do that and then how do i edit and then how do i publish and then how do i get people to watch it right so all of these things are kind of like 120 different things that are really like killing um, people and stopping people from from doing it. And again, it's back to this concept of educating them and slowing mm-hmm. them down and, and giving them a method to that madness that enables their muscle memory to build is when it comes to producing content. Um, so that they are uh, treating it like uh, a, a second nature. They're not having to go, oh, I've got to produce a video like, now. Let's dig up all of the things that I've got to remember how to do because it was three months ago since I produced my last video. Um, now, 
if you get those right and you do the things that you need to do. And so let me just pin, put a pin in that just for a second. People, businesses don't need to set up their lights, their camera, their sound, teleprompter, figure out their, you know, how it's going to probably, all, a, lot of the, a lot of the things that people are fixated on and, and get caught up with are, um, are the reasons uh, they, they stop, but they don't need to do those things necessarily. And there are methods and techniques to, and much like what you're seeing right now, you know, one minute to our call, right? I clicked one button and all this mm-hmm. is possible. I've got multiple cameras going. Um, yeah. It's ready to go. It's locked off and I don't have to worry about this, right? Having that speed and that ease and that scale makes video a very attractive proposition to not only use it for coming on your show right now, but after this meeting, I'll be recording 10 reply to inquiry videos that are 30 seconds each. You know, I can do those because they take me three minutes a pop to do, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I can, they're taking me three minutes a pop to do because I've built a process that enables sure. that speed to be able to do that. And part of that is, all right, let's buckle down on the, on the gear, get that tick, right? That's done. Let's move on. Okay, what are we going to say? Let's prepare and make sure we get that right. Tick, let's get the presentation skills right. So I'm smiling when I should be smiling, et cetera. Tick, right? Recording's done bang 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 right and so uh it is a step stepping stone uh, a way to just keep moving through it so that by the end of it you do end up with a video that is valuable to the market and then warrants either its longevity uh so that uh you know you've got tendencies for viral viralicity i guess or or its its purpose is so strong that it actually um leads the the, the audience to that to that action, to the mm-hmm. fundamentally the thing that you want them to do next. Mm. So the effectiveness is effectively uh, driven or measured by uh, did they do something and, and viewership. And I, I suppose just in, in, before I show, just talking to you guys, I mean, what is the measure of success? You know, is it viewership or is it likes or shares? I mean, I think it's arbitrary that people still measure by that. I think the most uh, interesting feedback on, on anybody um, uh, telling me about how I'm doing <laughs> is when I pick up the phone and speak to them or I see them at a social event or, you know, we have a coffee and all of a sudden I've realized that their, their decisions in business are predicated on some video that I posted on LinkedIn, you know, 18 months ago, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and so that, that is, that is more rewarding than all the likes, shares and comments. Absolutely. Um, mm. So we're going to, don't worry, we're going to get into exactly what services you provide in a moment. But just listening to what you've been talking about, um, that that is quite a formidable uh, barrier. Everything you put, you took us through just now for a company that only wants to produce a video every two or three months. Mm -hmm. They're not going to do that, right? So that's where you come in with your professional expertise and your services. Okay, so Kathleen, you wanted to ask Chris. Yes, Chris, so can you give us a rundown of some of the specific services that you offer your clients? And do you work with companies all over the world? Yes and yes. Um, So if I can frame this up, I love to use this this idea because I really want your audience to, to, to... understand i guess from my perspective as a you know someone that's been in the industry for for 20 years seeing the the evolution of video that um there are there are some interesting times for for businesses that is i guess do they 
bite the bullet, just use the equipment they have, pull out a smartphone, start shooting, but then get caught in their car, you know, in this repetitious behavior, trying to perfect their one minute take only to be disappointed by the end of it. Um, you know, those types of people um, really do need to foster some some knowledge and, and bring on a, a way of, of doing things and an understanding of why they're doing it. On the polar opposite of that paradigm is like, video marketing video production videographers they they're they're at the the other polarizing end of of um the spectrum where they they come at a cost they uh, uh can be heavy on resources and they take time to execute those so you, if you want to produce a video right now you can't <laughs> you can't push that button unless you've got a videographer on your staff mm-hmm. do you know what i mean ready to go um it, it can it can take time and and also you know you need to then also consider the the communication side of things so that's so that can be heavy heavy load for for businesses to try and put all that together so there was really for many years nothing in the, in the middle of those two paradigms you know like crappy iphones or polished content <laughs> you know and and um and so our service of the diy video program is very much about trying to glue that together and provide people with superior video calls a way to um, reply to inquiries in video emails, for instance, using sales video emails. And just purely, and I, I think this is the biggest win for, for so many businesses because it is so trendy right now is businesses want to be prevalent on social media. They want to come off looking more polished and, and, and presentable. And, and uh, this is a beautiful way to enable them to do that because they have a system now and it's called the DIY Desktop Studio that is just ready to go you know it's 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 not something you need to set up every single time all that hard work has been been done so if you want to be communicating or put a commentary out to the market or whatever it is and you have access to do that now and we've just solved the biggest problem of all is like setting up and packing down gear (laughs) done tick okay let's get on and just focus on our businesses there's business operators right where we shouldn't be trying to take on video production, right? We, we can lead with video and we can be, uh, act more like media companies. I think that's a great uh, advantage uh, in business, but they don't need to bury into to the tech side and those 120 different tasks I mentioned. You know, they need to, to make life a hell of a lot easier for themselves um, and leave it to the professionals. You know, there, there's consultants, there's coaches, there's guys out there that are editing every single day of the week. Like who wants to burrow down into the world of editing unless they're really prevalent with it, they're really doing it all the time and they can uh, retain that information that it's, that it, that's taken them to, to get good at it, right? Um, so that's my advice to the audience. <laughs> if, you, <laughs> if you're thinking of taking on editing, uh, think about what is the cost of that uh, in time to, to what you do in your business. If you're an accountant, you're not a video producer, right? Correct. Keep accounting. <laughs> Keep doing what you do best. Right. Um, and so, yeah, the, the, the DIY video program is, is, is the biggest undertaking since COVID in 2020. Um, we've, we've distributed... Um, uh, and supported companies all over Australia. Um, it is a model that works really well uh, internationally, and we're just waiting for our for the penny to drop on um, some some deals uh, internationally on it. We've been operating it for uh, just over three, just under three years. Um, Fifty kits, um, amazing um, um, results, and uh, 
it's just going to be a game changer for so many people. And, you know, if it wasn't for TikTok ads and LinkedIn ads, um, we wouldn't have that, that growth that we're experiencing and that inquiry level that we're experiencing now. So it's exciting right. times. Excellent. You, you, have, you do more than that, though. You, you do the whole thing for people who don't want to do really anything themselves except perhaps come along and sit in a chair in your studio and speak. You, you put all that together as well, don't you? Yeah, and that's, that's our uh, core business. So yep. for, for, for over 20 years, we've been producing videos for businesses. But um, within that, some, some really great assets, and that, that is always you know, where we differentiate from video production companies is you know, really communications-focused. You know, it's like I've got this saying, it's like communication over creativity, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, put in communication first before you try to be creative with it, right? right? Um, so the scripting is hugely uh, huge asset. And also the on-camera training, that's embedded in every product, every video product. And we've got 30-odd products that we have, uh, professional products. Um, and everybody gets on-camera trained beforehand, right? Mm-hmm. So they get a good dose of what they are capable of. Nobody really knows. Everyone's just doing, going through this barrier of trial and error. You know, oh, you know, we've got the building all of this, <laughs> the building all of these, like this uncertainty about what they are and who they are. And, you know, it can be very deep rooting. Um, and they come across something, someone like us or me. And I go, no, no, sounds good. Let's, like, watch it back. You, you tell me, you know, this is how we're going to improve it. We're going to undo your bad habits and we're going to rebuild good ones, you know, and, and you're going to be a rock star in 90 minutes, you know. <laughs> hey, you're, you're not going to be like, hey, Channel 9 presenter ready to go, but it is a, a cruel of knowledge and confidence that you'll build as you start to get a skin around this and you'll – sure you'll be able to um, excel. Uh, and again, it's, it's all to do with how frequently you're going to do it. And if you're doing it regularly, yeah. you'll just get progressively better. But that catalyst for learning what's right and wrong as, as the camera sees it, I've got a saying, which is your brain lies to you, right? The camera doesn't. Yeah. Your brain yeah. lies yeah. to you, the camera doesn't. Camera is like, right. like evidence, right? And so, uh, and, and the, so, you know, you could argue and say, well, but, you know, iPhone users sitting in their car, they're watching them playback every time. Yeah, but <laughs> they're, they're, not, they're not objective, right? They're not, they're not looking at, at no. this subjectively and going, you know, and, and, um, and letting it go. You know, let it go. Let it, let, you know, be vulnerable to the world, you know. Uh, and, yeah. and some people just struggle to, to overcome that hurdle. Um, but I, I'm a huge fan of it. But, yeah, so that, that's, yeah, the world, of, the world of pro video marketing and then video coaching is probably the three big areas, DIY, so done, uh, do it yourself, done for you and done with you. Done with you, kind right. of catchphrase, I guess, and supporting businesses, video coaching, helping them to uh, implement these processes, maybe even appoint a, a champion within their organization to, to manage the, the video side of, mm-hmm. of their mm-hmm. uh, comms rather than just a videographer who's, you know, glorified you know, owner and operator of equipment. There's probably videographers listening to this going, oh, what did he just call me? <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but that's, that's, you know, you're not going to go to a videographer for communication help. You know what I mean? So, right. yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> you've covered a few, but I'm sure you've got some, some more horror stories in your war chest. Um, in your experience, what's some of the biggest mistakes that businesses make when they're trying to create their own videos? I mean, you've covered a few, but let, you must have some glaring examples. Yeah, I guess I, I don't want to overlap on the uh, 
the, the equipment. No. <laughs> but I just, I just see it every single day, right? The, and, and in these video calls, it's funny because I see the dust collecting. It. They've got the ring light and the DSLR like, line on the floor in the back of their shot. So I know immediately, like, that they've gone through this. They've bought a bit of audio gear because the guy at the shop said, this is the thing to get, and they, <laughs> they realise they don't know anything about audio, right? Um, and they spent two hours just trying to plug the thing in. Um, and so nobody should go down that. Nobody should go down that hole, uh, you know. And uh, the, the people are like, oh, what do I do with all my gear that I just bought? Because you're telling me to spend 10K on this thing, Right. What about the three and a half I spent on a DSLR camera? And I'm like, sell it. <laughs> and, you know, uh, you know, is there any other way? Like, you know, you don't know what you're doing. We do, and we can help put this together for you with a, with a, with a system that works in harmony. We've done all the tests. The build's done here. Everything works. It's installed by a professional cinematographer. It's not like you've got to do anything. We're just going to make you look good in the convenience of your home or your office, and uh, you don't need to worry about that now. Um, so mm -hmm. sell it, um, and you'll probably get a couple of grand for it, um, and they do. <laughs> yeah, they do. But, but that's only the one side of it. I, from my perspective, a lot of businesses – use video to tell the world how good they are instead of to tell their customers yeah, good. the problems they can yes. solve, right? 100%. Oh, beautiful, so, yes. Do you see that quite a bit? Mm -hmm. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, we, we, I mean, I collaboratively script write with clients and so, it's so easy for them to get caught up in their own thing. You know, it's we, me. I, yep. us, those types of words. And it's a really easy fix. It's just that they don't understand the, what they're doing here. It's all about them and, like, who cares, right? Unless they've really demonstrated some value early, uh, they, can, they can just lose their way. And um, sure. I just t turn those words into you and your. That's and right. it's like, you know, it can, can, can help. But the communication side of it, yes. And I've got an example of a, a guy I'm coaching at the moment who for many years had, uh, well, he still has, uh, uh, explain a video. Explain a video has tr trended really heavily mm -hmm. about five, six years ago. And I, I wasn't a huge fan because explain a videos were there to explain complex processes and uh, they lacked humanization. Mm -hmm. And in some explainer videos were so overwhelming the amount of information that they tried to people try to pack into it <laughs> that it was like <laughs> i'm lost you know this is just running too quick and i've got nothing in a facial recognition sort of perspective to latch onto. like people buy from people you know we want to we want to uh we want to sort of connect right and and explainer videos just didn't do that anyway this guy's got an explainer video it runs for two minutes and 13 seconds or something which is too long by the way um and what I did is I had my team trans transcribe it and I presented that to him uh, in the next session. I said, you've spent 30 seconds of this video uh, exposing a problem. And you, you, you just didn't get to the value. Like you right. just never got there. Like the cliches are very easy. You know, where your one-stop shop, hey, your end-to-end solution, hey, all the things you need in one place, uh, you know, uh, for all your so-and-so needs. You know, like those things are just, they just suck. Let's, let's just put it bluntly, you know. Um, and I, I really think that having a creative uh, writer to, who is communication focused, to understand how to kick the audience along, like, 
the, the journey of an audience watching a 90 second video should be to, to make sure that they get everything that they need uh, and that, that it is communicating faster and more effective than a human. So, you know, what TikTok and, and, you know, Instagram and these social platforms are teaching the audiences, like they don't have 30 seconds to sit there like brewing on a problem anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, like we're not sitting in the theater. Do you know what I mean? Like they're, they're sitting in a highly attention deficit environment where, you know, you're a tab away from the next company that looks practically the same as you. Mm -hmm. So how are you going to differentiate? And that is, you know, get that bloody video communicating fast oh, in those yeah. first couple of seconds and demonstrating the value. Like our company profile, like you made a comment of our company profile, right? And that's a bugbear for me at the moment. It sits on our homepage. And I know that that is underperforming. And when I look at the first, um, well, actually, I know where things start to pick up because we see a metric mm -hmm. of where, you know, a little pretty graph of where people actually start to get interested. Um, but it's not in the first, you know, 30 seconds. And, and so we're looking at it critically going, well, do they need to know that we've been around since 2002 and we're a video we produce videos business and like, can we just get to the value, you know, mm -hmm. let they get, you know, like the scripting, the on-camera training, helping them multi-purpose, repurpose content, like give them that and that should be right up front. So our re-engineering and restructuring of the content, it was just literally go and grab that, put it up the front, and release the video and see right. how that goes. And so there's a lot of measure testing and measuring that, that guys that are trying to get content to go viral are going through and they're, they're finding that they're doing like seven iterations of the same thing. And then all of a sudden, bang, bang it's viral it. yeah. because, yeah. because they've, they've tested all the possibilities and um, away she goes. Right. <laughs> well, there's one very quick one. Sorry, quick one. I've got to, I've got to compliment um, Chris here. What caught my eye was the world's first footer video. Did you see it? <laughs> right down in the footer of the front page. It's a little video, a little box with a video in it. And he calls it the world's first footer video. So that was a good one. <laughs> well, here's a topic that's near and dear to our hearts, Peter, and that's podcasting. Yep. So, Chris, what advice would you give anybody that's interested in delving into the world of podcasting? Do they do video, audio, both? Yes, both. Uh, I'm a, look, I'm a, I'm a fan. Look, I, I got into the world of podcasting three years ago because I loved the concept of being inside someone's car <laughs> while they're driving mm -hmm. for 30 minutes. How good is that, right? Like, and you can't do that in video. You can't unless you've got a whole bunch of accidents on the road, right? So that was my first thing. And I get asked this question a lot about podcasting and it's trending. It's really trendy right now. Uh, I'll give you my I'll give you my journey with podcasting because it wasn't until things became easier to syndicate that I was like, okay, I think I could probably do this now. Because back maybe four or five years ago, you had to like publish it to iTunes, publish it to Spotify. It was like a really manual Mm -hmm. process and uh you know it was was sort of arduous and now from the convenience of your iphone you can literally go hi welcome to the show blah 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 and do a 30 minute recording and hit send and have it syndicated to all these all these uh channels which right. is 
in itself amazing, right? Mm -hmm. So the tech is there. The tech enables that type of speed. Mm -hmm. It still comes back to now, all right, well, how does your show differentiate from the other show? And, you know, how polished do you need your thing? And how do you manage the back end process? So looking for guests and coming on the show and (laughs) all of the tech set up. Like it is very similar to everything that I've been ranting on Mm -hmm. about. You know, it's like, uh, you know, I started doing this on my own but again it was taking me away from what i do best right and so now i have a team of four people including myself that actually produce the show and i thought it was all bullshit, right like back people were telling me oh you need a show producer and you need this and that and i was like yeah man i'm gonna just do it myself and i did for like you know, 50 episodes i was just like no nah, i'll just do it boom off it goes you know no editing blah 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 and then i just started to kind of smarten up a little bit and go i can't this is unsustainable you yeah. know um so my team just so you know uh, what it takes to produce a show, my team, and of course, I'm not talking to you guys, you guys are already producing a show, but for your audience that are looking at this, you know, I've got somebody that goes out and finds uh, people to, to interview. Um, there is somebody else that actually goes and we've got a, a, a video tips segment. So like DIY video tips segment. So she actually goes mm-hmm. and, and finds those and, and produces the scripts for those. Uh, I've got someone else editing content and creating thumbnails and, and subject lines or somebody else uh, writing the copy for things like YouTube and headlines and whatnot. Um, there's a whole bunch of email marketing that goes as a, as a part of the process. So, so, when the show's about to launch, there'll be there'll be emails that'll trickle out to make sure that you know, hey, like and share and get this, you know, send this out. So there's a lot of moving parts. Yeah. There's right. a lot of moving parts. So right. you've got this again, this this DIY iPhone concept and the bit of the polished videographer thing, right? So you've got this kind of like both ends of the spectrum, but it still comes back to if the, if the the metric is oh uh, the the, me- the measure of success is well, you know, it's polished and it sounds great. You know, without fully understanding whether the audience is actually caring about it, and there's, then, then there's a disconnect in what you're doing. So, you know, part of our problem at the moment is do do they care? We don't know enough about our audience for right. them to, um, for us to make strategic decisions on which way this should go. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, but it's been a, a really exciting uh, journey. And one that has required uh, ongoing marketing of the marketing, you know, and that was something that was taught to me early on as well. It's like, okay, you can't just put it, put it up to, to iTunes and expect the world's going to get rocks, right? You've got to get it onto your blog. You've got to cross promote it on social. You've got to keep smashing people <laughs> um, yeah. and, and following that way. Yeah. And- and I'm, I'm sorry, Chris, we're running short on time, but I, I have to ask this question because I'm cringing inside here and I must ask Peter. I just, and and okay. that's about video background mistakes. As I'm sitting here, the sun is going down. My <laughs> lighting is going out. <laughs> I can just mm. imagine what you have to say about that. <laughs> yeah, look, uh, you know, the biggest thing is people like green screen, you know, like it's such a big thing. People think that green screen's the bee's knees. And, you know, that that's one of the things that I constantly get asked when it comes to backgrounds. And I, I think people need to go back to basics, go to mm-hmm. things that are simple. You know, like the, the, <laughs> the problem with green screen, and I've, I've deterred a lot of people away from it, particularly bringing them into the DIY video program because I take one look at it and it's like draped up in the corner over here. So it's completely useless. <laughs> um, 
And I'm like, what's, you know, he goes, oh, pull, you know, what's that for? I'll pull that across every t- once in a while. And <laughs> I've just seen you open up your window, by the way, Kathleen. So <laughs> no, <I laughs> thank you. Another light on because <laughs> yeah, you were sort of disappearing into the gloom there. Yeah? <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah. I'm so sorry. We, we, we've had various feedback on, on our backgrounds, uh, mine more than, more than Kathleen's on that. Um, I used to have a pl- fairly plain one. And uh, then I change it around, and, and a number of people said, "Well, it looks interesting, you know." And and then quite often it'll prompt someone just to talk about books or funny lights or my marathon picture in the back. So mm. Sometimes it's it's a it adds a little bit of value starter. to the show. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So that, that, I, mm. sorry, I've got to ask you. We're running, as Kathleen said, we're running out of time, and time, mm. Kathleen's always our timekeeper. So. Um, <laughs> I have to. I don't want to get into trouble here, um, but I've got a very important question I've got to ask you. So you, you've uh, advised, consulted, helped, and sold your services, video services to a number of companies and individuals. So you've probably got a pretty good idea of what uh, the difference is between those who make a successful business and those who don't. And I don't just mean making a lot of money. I mean ending up with a balanced life as well. Chris, is there, in your mind, is there one habit or characteristic or mindset that differentiates successful from the average, or is it more complicated than that? Yeah, I looked at this question and I was like, all right, what's the measure of success? Like, we could go in this so many different directions here, you know, because for someone doing a crappy video, but overcoming their fear of presenting and they're really happy with what they've, you know, done and people are on there supporting them and, and commenting and saying, well done. And we know what, mm-hmm. what a big, you know, hurdle that was for you. That's a, that's a successful sure, activity, sure. isn't it? Like, you know, uh, but here's my short answer <laughs> discipline. You know, just like, it's so easy to get led astray that the, one of the biggest things, uh, I guess, after the tech is, uh, people getting busy and it's just like on the back burner. That's it. So I've got a law law firm in, uh, Melbourne, for instance, they deployed the DIY desktop studio. We appointed a champion. They were basically there to run the equipment and, and support the law, the lawyers that were going to come in and do their bits to camera and, and go out there. So they didn't really need to know too much. They didn't just need to present their topic and away they go. But I realized after nine months, they produced one, two minute video. One, two minute video. And I said, wow. one, two minute video. Yeah. And so I said, look, uh, what happened? You know, what's going on? And they're like, oh, we got busy and <laughs> we edited the video ourselves, which took us, you know, six hours. And I was like, hmm, right. <laughs> um, now you guys are about 500 bucks an hour, right? Like, is that the best use of your time? Yeah. And they're yeah. like, right. And I said, you know, you've got to get into video coaching. We need to get mm-hmm. you back steered in the right direction. You've got an asset, which arguably now has been degraded to a ring light and a bloody DSLR camera, right? Because it's doing the same thing. It's collecting dust in the room uh, because nobody's taking control of, of the potential of what this could do for your business. You know, we all know that that buyers gravitate towards faces in the decision-making process and the law firm is, you know, clinical in its kind of uh, image to the market. And so the legal industry of all industries are the ones that need to to have more faces and more humanized content to the market. And yet they've been stifled by, oh, we got busy and they're like, you know, that was the end of that. So it's building that consistency, building a mm-hmm. discipline, repeating a, a process that makes it easy for them. Not like, oh, I've got to do a video. You know, <laughs> we yeah. want the other thing. We want, yeah, I'm just going to do a video, right? We want it quick and easy and, and effective. 
Excellent. No, good, good answer. Thank you for that, Kathleen. Back to you. You got to ask Chris something. Yes, Chris. How do people contact you? I think for those that are interested in what I've been talking about with the DIY stuff, then go to ridgefilms.com.au slash DIY and that will put you straight in there. And in fact, if you went through on that journey, you would you would end up with me because I'm the head of sales uh, at the moment with, with the uh, DIY stuff. But yeah, check out the LinkedIn profile. I'm sure there's a link to that in the show notes. Uh, yep, there I'm will be. Prevalent on, yeah, pre- prevalent on LinkedIn. Love LinkedIn for uh, connecting with the professional world. And uh, I am more than happy to field any questions that you might have. Thank you very much, Chris. Thank you so much for, uh, for being on the show today, Chris. We really appreciated having you. And thank you all once again for tuning into our show. And until next time, take care, everyone. Bye bye.